It's a beautiful evening in Vernon today. And uh, we're sitting here in the uh, backyard of Andy Beulis' house. And he's tracked down some return volunteers for me. We're so lucky uh, to come to Vernon on such a beautiful evening. And I'm sitting with Joyce Upex. Upex? Yeah. Uh, who went to be, uh, Papua New Guinea, 1978 to 79. Yes. Joyce, where did you go from? Where did you leave from? Uh, we lived in Surrey. Surrey? At, yeah, at the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And what university did you go to? What did you study? I went to UBC, then Simon Fraser, and um, I did, um, before I, w I did the volunteer, uh, I just did my bachelor's, and, and that was a general studies degree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. And then you decided to go on service, and what made you do that? Oh, just a real interest in um, exploring what was going on in the world. <laughs> And did you go on your own? No, I went with my partner at the time. Yeah. Who was he? That was Norman Wicks. Norman Wicks. So if you're listening, Norman, hi. <laughs> oh, he's in a special place. He is. He is in a very special place. Thank you for telling me that. And uh, we appreciate his service. Yes, yes. Did he pa when did he pass away? Um, it's seven years ago now. Seven years? Oh. Okay. I must look at our records and make sure that we have that recorded. Okay. Um, so tell me, when you and Norman went there, what did you do? We were hired uh, as teachers in, uh, in the secondary school system. Yes. And um, initially we went to Brandy High School in Wewak, uh, where... Um, I taught a grade 7 class, uh, which was very exciting. It was my first year teaching. Yes. And uh, it was there, the kids' first year in high school. It was just, it was a lovely experience. In fact, uh, um, they gave me this tattoo on my arm to remember them. The, oh. the sign of the Minus Island, the sunshine. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And usually it's on the corners, have it on the corner of their eyes. For those of you who can't see it, because it's a podcast, I'll try and take a picture of it, but it's like a circle. It almost looks like a flower. Yes. It's supposed to represent the sun. Sun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's an old tattoo now. That's, that was brave of you in those days to have that done. Yes. Uh, the, what kind of, what was the name of the tribe? What was the dominant tribe in that region? Uh, well, it, uh, it was the Sepik. Um, Sepik people were the, the people that we knew the most there. But we, we were only there for one term, and then we were transferred to Alatau down in, on the Papuan side of the country. Okay. Alatau? Alatau. Alatau. A-L-O-T-E-A-U. So the population of the town you were in, the first one, was it a big town? Or? We were, because it was a big town. Yes, it was, for, for Papua New Guinea. And very beautiful uh, on the north coast, just... Gorgeous, lovely setting. When you sit here and you think back, and we're sitting in this beautiful uh, place in Vernon, and it's kind of a forest in front of us. Um, when you, I think of Papua New Guinea being very much forested. Yes. Was it? Was it like yes. that? Yes. Yes. Very um, a, a tropical forest. Yeah. Interesting. 
plants, and a wonderful, animals. wonderful uh, plant life and, and animal life. Snakes, just uh, many different kinds of snakes, beautiful snakes, and um, yeah, just lovely like wildlife. Yeah, I like the way you say that yeah. beautiful snakes. Most yeah. people go, there were just these snakes yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, did you did you learn a lot about the habitat you were in whilst you were there? Well, as much as we could, yes. Uh, we we were living in it and and immersed. So uh, I wouldn't. I don't know what a lot is, but <laughs> we tried to. Did you stay in a in a? How did? What was your living condition like? In the first school, we were in a um, a European built home. Okay. Yeah, but in our second site in Alatau, where we were hired for the SCEP program, we had we built um, a school. Norman and myself and forty students. Um, wow. And the local village people um, built um, a bush material school. So. Okay. Um, we had our staff house. We had a, a canteen for the students. We had the. Um, the dormitories for the kids, and they were—it was all built out of, you know, with, um, palm leaf, uh, yeah. roof, bush, bush yeah, material. just bush materials. Yeah, yeah, I like the way you say that because mm -hmm. I've never heard that heard said mm -hmm. before. So, did you go back to Papua New Guinea again? Uh, yes, we did in 1985. We went back, uh, hired by the Papua Papua New Guinea government mm -hmm. to. Uh, um, Work in a high school in um, Karama. 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 So, from all those, so if you can think of one really nice story for us from that time, what would you tell us? A really nice story. Well, a, a story. A story. Some, some of those stories can be horrendous, so go for it too if it's, if it's well, a tough the, one. Well, the one that jumps to mind is. It, um, it's not really a really nice story, but it was an interesting one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay, so uh, anyways, we are living uh, in our little bush materials uh, school, mm -hmm. and we're situated between two villages, and it's um, New Year's Day, and the uh, villagers to the east of us invite us to come over for a play and a New Year's dinner. Okay. And so... Um, we walked through the bush and got to the the village and and we saw all these uh, dogs just kind of lying around sleeping it looked like and I should back up a little bit that one of the um, the elderly lady who invited us um, said that there was going to be a a, a play that involved. Um, these elderly women and these uh, dogs and so anyways so we get there and there's all these dogs lying around and then we realize that these um, dogs are actually deceased oh and they had we had luckily missed the play because in the play <laughs> the women are killing these dogs and oh. then the dogs were the food for the New Year's um, party. Wow, that's an interesting story. <laughs> New Year's dinner. New Year's dinner. Yeah. Potluck dog <laughs> style. <laughs> God. Hot dogs. 
I mean, but dog, were, were dogs quite a staple around there? Um, In that I wouldn't, time? I wouldn't call them a staple, but certainly they, yeah, they, they ate, ate them. Um, quite often, eh? Yeah, yeah. Did you eat it? No, I we didn't actually. It took so long for them to um, make the uh, do all the preparation, and and so it was way, way, way too late and for us. So we had to we walked back home again before the meal actually was served. <laughs> so Joyce, <laughs> so all of these yes. years later, what some of the things you would remember about your experience, and how did it influence your life? Did it make any difference? Oh, in your world, a, a huge difference um, because the the um, the job that we were hired to do with the SCEP project and the the um, working with the students to build a school and to um, and then for us to teach in that school there was just the two of us and uh, forty kids at a time and they'd rotate from the high school and and this. Ex- Community Schools Extension Project was the idea was to incorporate um, knowledge into the curriculum that would be useful for students going back to their villages. Oh, okay. And so um, it was really quite cutting edge work at the time. Yes. It was, and 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 when I and I've looked back several times in my education career. And I've recognized just the, um, uh, you know, the marvelous project that it was. And we, we learned so much about education, about teaching, about um, working with uh, kids in a way that's meaningful to them and, and, and useful to their lives in the future. It was very interesting because, um, and in Papua New Guinea, at the time that we were there, um, only a, a, a small number of the grade eight students, the second year of high school, uh, went on to further. There, there was a cutoff there if their grades weren't good enough. But for this uh, secondary schools community project, the grade eights, all grade eights were kept, and then they had to write their exams. The same. Um, Provincial-wide exams that they they um, that all kids had to write, and they were in school in the classroom um, only half the, as much time as a regular high school kid would have been because of all the practical projects that we were th- in, oh. built into. Um, like we built, they um, had all their own gardens. We had a, a, a trade store. We built a, a bakery. And sold uh, and did all this. Uh, built, made bread and baking that had been sold was sold in the trade store and sold to the village people. They, there was a, a fishing project. There was a number of really uh, sort of practical, focused projects that were then tied into the curriculum, the English and the social studies and so forth. Wow! But so that meant that they were in the classroom, on, you know, half as much of the time as uh, normal high school kids would. And when it came to writing the grade 10 exams, they did very well. And the and, and we had kept kids who would have been dropout kids, too. Okay. So it, it did make, it was quite a significant um, outcome. Great. Yeah. So after all these years, did you go back at uh, again? 
Um, well, I didn't, but um, my partner did, Norman, went back um, when he, he did his uh, master's um, thesis on the SCEP project. Oh, okay. And he went back. Um, well, our, the kids that we would have had at, at 15 years old were in their 40s. When wow. He, when he went back, yeah, so. Oh, they were in their 40s. Wonderful. Yeah, so that was quite a, a time span. But what was interesting is that the, the village life around this, the outstation school that we built was very much the same. It was the same. Yeah. Oh, this is this is good news. Sometimes yeah. I hear everything was different and everything was devastated and the forest gone. Yeah. No, that wasn't the case in the uh, ur uh, the rural. I mean, certainly huge difficulties in the um, capital and, and in the cities. You know, a lot of a lot of difficulties in Papua New Guinea. So, you know, you are one of about 15,000 volunteers that we've sent in the field mm -hmm. since 1961. Wow, that's You a lot, have eh? all contributed over 35 million hours of service, wow. almost an hour for every Canadian. Mm -hmm. And I want to personally thank you on behalf, behalf of QSO VSO mm -hmm. uh, for your service and your interest in the world. And I hope that uh, you'll join us for our 50th in Vancouver. Oh, yes. And uh, thank you so much. It oh, was lovely welcome. meeting you in Vernon. And for all of you, if you come to Vernon, I think uh, there's, uh, she now grows vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye.